And you know what she did? She walked right up to him and said to his face, let's commit Zina right now, you and me. No, hey, hello, you wanna chat? No, she was bold, direct, and she wasn't playing around. Hey, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslimah Speaks, the place where we are empowering women and helping them to grow and thrive. I don't know, guys. I missed you. I'm so sorry. I know it seemed like I took a big hiatus, but let me tell you, there was a good reason. I ended up getting locked out of my account. Yeah, there was a technical issue. It was totally out of my control. I just had to be patient and hopefully wait for it to get resolved. Alhamdulillah, Allah is the best of planners. Anything that happened by his decree is good for us. Allahu alam why it needed to happen, but alhamdulillah, like I, I got it back. And so I'm just recording the first one now after those amount of days. So I'm sorry, sorry, sorry guys i was not trying to abandon you it was just literally um something that happened out of my control alhamdulillah so you know subhanallah if you don't if you're new to this channel we talk about tons of issues related to women and what we're trying to do here that's a bit different than other podcasts is we're merging this modern day of life as a muslima with how can we live it but still holding on to the sunnah how can we draw that balance and live a mindful life and if you don't already know one of the translations for taqwa is actually mindfulness yeah that's where i got the title for you know my brand basically with mindful muslima because the truth is living a more mindful life means living a life with taqwa but i wanted to do it and give light and advice to women as from like an older sister's point of view on how to do it based on the sunnah how to stay true to who you are but still be that modern woman going after your dreams you know living that life but still keeping your identity and feeling good about it and good about how to handle the day-to-day grind so we do topics on love marriage inspiration homeschooling parenting if you are experiencing it as a woman we are covering it here and if you don't already know a lot of people uh, message me on ig with their suggestions a lot of the topics that come in like today's one of them is like how to handle situations and this one in particular is um you know what to say to that cute guy who is messaging you like women are out there struggling you know they don't they're not trying to attract negative attention but you know it's just real life so subhanallah if you message me on ig and you give me suggestions for content i definitely definitely take them to heart and i put them into podcasts if i find enough people are asking for them and would really benefit them so um please keep sending me your beautiful beautiful messages i love them i appreciate them i love to read them suggestions comments and all that so um also if you guys don't already know please i would like to ask for one small favor if you are enjoying the podcast and the content and you want to see more you could really help me out by doing something super simple which is just giving us a review like even if it's just a line or two of how it's benefited you even if it's giving some stars maybe you want to be real nice and give five stars like whatever it is super grateful if you would because it lets other people know this content is real it's genuine it's authentic it's something worth listening to and hopefully we can get the messages out to help women to more women by letting them know that it's worth listening to and that review definitely helps us with that so diving right into today yeah we're going to talk about as females when guys are approaching you whether it's on you know social media or it's just in general and person um you know how to deal with that and islamically like what is the proper response and you know what's so crazy in the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually tells us how to deal with the situation you know we wouldn't think that allah is giving us love advice especially when people hit on us but it's the truth and even the example he gives is somewhat of a real real example if you didn't hear from my intro so this is actually straight out of the quran 
and the sunnah in terms of explanation and so i just wanted to bring that to you today and hopes to help you like with your your day-to-day situations inshallah bismillah so if you like this type of content you feel this could be beneficial keep on listening so we're going to start with just we're mostly just going to give you like these two examples of beautiful young people that were in the quran in the sunnah and how they dealt with it so i think it's so cool when we could like draw back on our own stories and get that help we need i see too often people looking outside with all types of like gurus and help stuff like we have it all guys we have the complete package in our deen so let's use what we have before we start looking anywhere else alhamdulillah so the prophet yusuf peace be upon him is the first one today you know i just want to highlight the fact that he was a very good looking man may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring peace and blessings upon him and his family it was narrated that he received half of the beauty that was ever created everyone else got the other half if you can imagine all of us, right? So, I mean, like, who do these women look at to check out? I don't know, famous singers, actors, Allahu Alam. I don't really pay too much attention, but I'm just telling you, like, imagine, like, how they had nothing on this prophet. And even some narrations say that the prophet, peace be upon him, was also extremely extremely beautiful to this level but you know either way what we think is good in front of our eyes now or fitna or a test for us is nothing compared to this time and imagine that those men had such great akhlaq like it's hard as a woman to like find a good-looking guy who's actually not full of himself and actually has upright character as a good muslim man like imagine if they had the full package what a fitna that was for the women of their time because imagine there were regular women walking around and seeing and seeing these men so subhanallah you know may allah preserve them and their families and 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 give them the highest place in jannah but subhanallah this this is real and they were like really the ones worth looking at so imagine all these guys who are like poking us on facebook or dming us they don't even have anything on this and you know allahu alam what types of lives do they really live anyway who knows these guys that are coming at us they could be some young married guy even cheating on their wife and they're trying to talk to us pretend like they're single so you never know guys and let's let's not give them as much credit as some of the better examples that are out there of men that are that are great examples for us as men and i know it's hard i just want to just point this out i feel you guys and i just want you to know this is like a no judgment zone in this podcast and in, in all my in all my series because i think we really need to address some of these things as women some women feel shame to talk about them to ask they think some women's gonna like judge them i have women dming me like i feel like you're not gonna judge me so i'm gonna like say this please help me with that yeah for real guys keep sending me i'm not gonna say i have the answers for everything i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna know tell you what i know and if i don't know i'm gonna ask someone more knowledgeable than myself it's no problem because i have resources to do that and alhamdulillah i have really really great resources around me but at the end of the day my point is as women we do need to bring these things on the table we need to take them out from under the rug stop with the shame and don't you know judge each other and this is a no judgment zone i'm definitely here to talk to you guys about these types of stuff and i know it's hard you know you have the whole world in front of you as women you don't know who to trust you know you just want to love and you want to be loved you know you want that storybook thing you want you know you kind of know like the whole love story thing is not super realistic but we're kind of like hoping maybe we could be different to <laughs> be the one who actually gets it but you know it's i'm going to tell you a little story right now from prophet yusuf peace be upon him and this crazy thing that happened to him and if you think you have crazy guys telling you crazy things nothing on what happened to him and as you might have known from this story before um he had a woman who was very beautiful approach him young beautiful rich 
powerful and just could get anything she wanted let's just say now we said he's already equally beautiful and you know easy on the eyes and to the point where women were just throwing themselves at him well what if someone who's let's say at his almost same status of beauty comes throwing herself at him at the end of the day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us in the Quran he's still a man prophet or not he's still a man and at the end of the day there is a way to respond as a human because we're all human you know and subhanallah this woman came up to him and like i said she was extremely gorgeous and it's crazy that you're gonna say oh you know you shouldn't be like saying these things uh, in, uh, out loud in a podcast but i'm just reading like you know like the way the story went in the quran she came up to him and she basically said let's commit zina right now you and me no hey hello you know you want to chat no she was bold and direct and she wasn't playing around she said take me i want you i have money you know i'm married i'll cheat on my husband with you she was throwing herself on him like why would you not want me and she was so direct she was not shy now in the quran it explained that she had a desire for him and he had like a like a boop like a spark of desire towards her and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the reason he says this is not because it's not for Allah, our, our, our prophets are bad or anything like that. He's trying to teach us that at the end of the day, we're all human. He's showing that, the, that Yusuf salam was human. And he expects that our heart will, will shudder a little bit. All of us as humans, even a spark. It doesn't matter that you know we're Muslim or not. And that's the thing. Some people think like, oh, now that I'm Muslim, you know, I should be like, you know, perfect. I shouldn't be having these feelings. Guys, it doesn't matter if you're born Muslim or you take shahada and now, you know, you think, you know these these tests are not going to affect you because you're muslim like that's not how it goes even for christians okay or jews or anybody else of of religion they're going to tell you the same thing a test is a test it's going to come out all of us but what makes us different what makes us separate or apart or like how do you say like um the al-furqan like the 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 determiner of like whether or not we're good or not in the eyes of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the side of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our response is a response so let's hear the response of yusuf to this woman coming up and like throwing yourself and being super direct about where she's going with it and his response to her was basically the most perfect response that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking from all of us and he said ya allah make the prison for me more beautiful excuse me the prison more beautiful to me than her you see, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a prophet or you're this or you're that. At the end of the day, the human being has real physical things happening, right? And real emotion. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how strong you are. He knew this thing was going to be a fitna for him. What was the first response he had? He asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. He reached out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, he probably did it like, you know, like in a very, you know, quiet way. But the first thing he thought of was like, Ya Rabb, help me. Help me with this right in front of me. This is crazy. He knew that, that there are limitations to the human being. And there is a need for help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know what? We need to do this. We need to ask for help. Every time, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. I know a lot of things. I have, you know, some years on me and some experience on me. So alhamdulillah, I know what I know. But there's times where, like, I, I was not always good at everything. And I needed help. And I still need help. And I, and I don't, I didn't have all the answers before. And this is something I've always done in the past. And I will do today and tomorrow and forever. And I've always suggested to other people, when you struggle with anything, guys, and you've tried to fix yourself, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's like losing weight. I don't care if it's like being more 
disrespectful to your parents i don't care if it's like you know um putting up with your husband because he's super difficult to deal with like whatever it is you're struggling with go into sujood sujood and ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help just pour it all on out every single time i've done that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has never left me and never not answered my dua and given me help the help might come that day might come in two days two weeks allahu alam it comes when it should come and exactly on time so no worries but yeah guys reach out do it now did he jump into sujood in that moment probably not right but at the same time the first thing he did even if it was under his breath mumbling was ya allah you make my sight only love what you love and to hate what you hate that's basically what it is right and you know let's be realistic we can't do that but in the moment of fitness some guys dming us or some guy is texting us or some guy was hitting us on the campus or in the street he's walking by and he's like hey girl he's trying to stop you the first thing if we because we don't know how strong we are he might end up saying something that strikes us there's just like way too many variables guys you don't know what it is that's going to get you so you just say at the end of the day you know like subhanallah you know allah help me and so you know why did allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell us this crazy story okay i because you know it's a nice story of a good looking guy oh no it's not like that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us direct advice he's giving us love advice you know that's what i mean allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the how to's and the what to do in the quran we don't need to go guess or struggle or look somewhere else allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us a, uh, you know is it, it, not giving the the prophet peace be upon him a free pass just because he's a prophet or because he's good looking he's giving the most difficult situation that could possibly happen to any human being and he's showing us exactly how to respond two beautiful young people and a crazy offer this is how you respond subhanallah he's showing us the proper way to respond ask for help how many of us have done it probably not too many right guys i'm gonna, i'm going to tell you right now probably like 9 out of 10 people have never tried this method somebody comes up to you someone's hitting on you you're like yeah allah help me no i don't think anyone has thought of that they're like what i don't like i could figure this out i got this no we don't No, we don't guys i'm a female i was there when i was younger and younger and younger i thought oh i can handle this guy Psh, i just tell him this and that no we don't no we don't guys because you don't know what's going to happen next and if you ever never heard the story of barcisa oh my goodness that was the story that did it for me the story of barcisa is an amazing story i'm actually thinking maybe i'll put that in the next podcast i think it'd be really helpful for women it is like the ultimate love story of somebody who thought they had it all together and ended up in some crazy demise you would have never saw the ending coming never i'm not going to blow it for you because it's like one of those i don't want to be the spoiler you know spoiler alert but it is an amazing like he goes from one thing to a next thing and you're like whoa never thought that guy would be that guy but subhanallah my point is if that could happen to marsisa it could happen to any of us and he was at a much greater status in his iman and his deen and everything else so shaitan comes in his way he knows us our qareen knows us they know our weakness see that's the thing we don't realize guys every human being has patterns we have patterns of behavior we're not paying attention to ourselves and that's what mindfulness is about it's about slowing down and paying attention attention to our behavior our response what we say what we do and the funny thing is we're not paying attention but shaitan is and he knows exactly how to get us and if you start to like be really close with your friends and your um relatives you can start to know their shaitan their qareen too cuz you could like notice that they have the same pattern 
concerns you ever see like some people they just respond every time you know if they hear that news exactly what they're going to do next they're going to blow up they're going to scream they're going to do what it's just they're going to fall into despair that's just their pattern and the thing is we got to break out of these patterns because otherwise we're going to get ourselves in some continuous trouble so why don't we do it when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best keeper of promises he tells us that if you put your trust in me I'm going to take care of your life. I'm going to take care of your love life. I'm going to make it all good. You follow my rules. I promise to do X, Y, Z, make your life easy. But we don't do it. Why? Because, guys, you know, there's just there's just too much reliance on ourselves. And the Quran also talks about the human being. We just rely on ourselves too much. We think we got it. And we don't. And we don't. And, you know, the Prophet Yusuf, peace be upon him, that's what he did. He, he put his ultimate trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to care for his affairs, to care for his love life. He's a young guy. He wants a wife too. You know, maybe he wants to settle down. You know, like, I mean, this, these are just the natural human things. But instead, he sought refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and helped for something that he knew would be haram. See, we know that stuff that we're doing is haram. And I'm not saying I'm doing it, but I'm just saying, like, when people get into that, they know it's haram, but they do it anyway. You know, you know what a lot of women say when I ask them, like, you know, they confide in me. I'm like, but, like, why do you do it? They're just like, oh, maybe he could be the one. Okay. But I want to tell you this rule of thumb. And I want you to listen really, really closely. And once I heard this one, it made it all really clear for me. And this is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah is the best keeper of promises. So I want you to understand this. Allah promises in the Quran that, you know, the believing man is for the believing woman. And then the adulterer is for the adulteress. So Allah is going to give you what you deserve. If you have this no respect for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's going to give you a guy that has no respect for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when a guy doesn't respect Allah and doesn't fear Allah, guess what, guys? He's going to do whatever, whatever he wants. Let's say he ends up being your husband. When he goes out on the street during the day, he doesn't fear anyone. He doesn't fear you. He doesn't fear Allah. What is protecting your marriage at that moment and what he's going to do, right? And then the other thing is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also promises that a bad beginning equals, let's do this simple equation, math equation, bad beginning equals bad ending. Haram dating haram boyfriend haram relationship starting love that way equals bad marriage maybe divorce or torturous marriage until you die i'm just being honest this is not my rule this is not my opinion and at the end of the day this is the thing we're getting ourselves into this thing like maybe he's the one yeah the one but like what is that one thing you're going to get out of him like it's not going to be good if he's a guy doesn't fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that means he's just going to do whatever he wants whenever he wants you guys get married one day you get in a fight he's just like I don't gotta deal with her there's like a thousand women out there and then that's how uh, guys so many marriages end in just horrible I don't want to say it but cheating and stuff so like we need to do ourselves a favor. We need to be a little bit more logical and think to ourselves, you know, why don't we choose Allah's way? Why do we put ourselves through that? And so that's one thing we're dealing with. And you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let me just say this too. He doesn't need our help. He's free of need. In fact, we are in need of Him. SubhanAllah. And I know sometimes we think we have some input, right? We have some foresight. We're like, yeah, I could figure this out. Guys, did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala need our opinion? Did he need our help when he fashioned the, the intricate systems of our body, the nervous system, the brain, the heart, all of our complex organs? Did he need our opinion? Did he need our two cents? How about when he fashioned the planets and the stars? Of course not, you say. Okay. So then why do you think he needs our advice on how to deal with our love life? He promises us if you put your trust in him and you are good with him and good in your relationship with him, he will bring you one very good equal to your effort in the least, maybe one better. 
subhanallah so why don't we just follow the rules you know so let's put it let's put into review really quick as we're ending and um like how to deal with this modern day situation first thing is the proper response is ask allah for help because we might think we got it together guys but guess what allah made us he made us right like if we had a problem with our phone our our, our iphone we'd go to the apple store because we know apple made the phone and they know exactly how to deal with it so i think allah knows if he's telling us to ask for help that probably we're going to need some help right <laughs> makes perfect sense okay the creator advised it most likely good good idea good advice so subhanallah ask for help even if it's under your breath even if it's in your heart in your head just ask for help very first response second one listen to the answer that allah gives you and the signs that he gives you and do what you know is right we may not like it but guess what we can't see it all allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a bird's eye view of that guy and what he does when he drops the phone with you when he walks away he knows what kind of nonsense he's mixed up in or not i'm not trying to paint like all men bad i'm just trying to say it is a natural understanding that men have a certain fitna of things with women so we don't know that guy and if everything he's saying is true we need to trust allah subhanahu wa ta'ala trust and that means following his command by not engaging not going back and forth with this guy why because like I said, bad beginning equals bad ending. Simple equation. Simple as that. Number three, we need to know that we are not strong enough. It doesn't mean we're weak women. You know, it's not like that whole, like, you know, we got to be all, like, feministic. It's not about that. Even Yusuf, who was a man, asked for help. So it's nothing to do with the male-female thing. Shaitan is on us. Always on us. Our qareen is always on us. They know our weakness, like I said. They know our patterns. They know us better. We need to start paying attention to the fact that there are forces out there that are not in our best, you know, don't have our best interest at hand. Now, I just want to throw something in for the woman that's going to say, but what do I do if I already started talking to him? I'll give you a little just two-second advice on that one. Let's just say you you should first of all be honest with him and be like look i need to cut this because i'm listening actually i shouldn't have been talking to you in the first place but if that's awkward and you're not there yet in your personal strength okay but you, you should try to go for that the truth is always the best but let's say you can't for whatever reason get busy and by that i mean too busy for him so sorry school has me with tons of assignments so sorry i took extra hours at work get too busy to answer his phone calls his texts stop talking to him and you know you might say oh you know that's lying i'm not actually that busy but it's permissible and i'm going to tell you where i'm grounding that from from the stories of uh, ibrahim when he was a young teenager people used to always come to him and knock on his door and invite him to haram you know there were like parties or music or this and he would tell them honestly i, I can't come it's not you know good and he would tell them but they wouldn't stop you know, there's some people, they just don't stop. They don't know how to take no for an answer. So he started to make excuses for them. He started to say, I'm, I'm busy, I'm sick, whatever. And when he would make these excuses, the people, subhanAllah, would leave him alone. So we know from that that it is best to say, to be honest, but it's also permissible if people will not stop bothering you to make a small lie just to be busy. And I'm, don't take this out of proportion, guys. I'm not saying go around lying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if that's the case, it's better to do that to avoid haram than to keep talking to the person and the other thing is i know a lot of girls who tell me they don't want to hurt the guy's feelings guys please i'm I'm not trying to it's not that you're not amazing as a woman and you're not worth time but these guys if they really want to talk to women they'll talk to any other woman believe me in two seconds their heart if it's broken for 30 seconds with you they're going to get over it really fast and talk to another woman they're not like us they don't get hurt like us and if they act like they do they're just 
faking it. I'm so sorry. Like men are not built the same way we are. They're they're pretty fine. They bounce back. Okay, so they'll be on to the next one. So don't worry about breaking his heart, guys. It's not that big of a deal, and it's not it's not. To be honest, we should be more worried about breaking Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and our relationship with Him. What we're doing, if we care about the guy, is we're putting him in front of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And like I said, bad beginning, bad ending. And the last thing I want to say is that everyone needs to do this. Everyone. And I'm not trying to be blasphemous. I don't care if you're an imam, the religious lady that you know in the masjid, who like you look up to. I don't care, like you know who it is. No one is strong enough. Every look, the Prophet peace be upon him needed to do this method of seeking uh, protection and help from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and then doing the right thing. He told her no, and guess what, guys? He got thrown into jail. And guess what? When he got thrown into jail, he got a very huge, powerful position, and in the end, he like dominated the whole region. See, he wouldn't have seen that coming. Who would have thought that getting put into prison? You know, any of us, if we like rejected some guy and then we got put into prison over rejecting him, we'd have been like, oh my gosh, that was the dumbest decision. Why did I do that? Nope. He had full trust in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and he and he let the whole thing play out. And as it played out in the end, guess what? Guess what? He ended up on top in one of the most powerful positions ever. More than when he first started. More than when she first approached him. Subhanallah. Allah kareem. Allah kareem. The last thing I want to end with, guys, is that it's really helpful as a female. I know you don't see a lot of great examples out there. So I'm just going to throw one in your ear just to keep in the back of your head. Look at women better than us for great inspiration and wisdom on how to deal with such stuff. So the last person I'm going to suggest in like literally like two minutes is a beautiful, beautiful woman gorgeous woman from the sunnah woman of strength power if she was alive today she wouldn't be one of like the strongest entrepreneurs of her time all right we're looking at these ig celebrities these famous youtubers who are leading you know beauty and entrepreneurial stuff we're like crazy impressed if this woman was alive they would have nothing on her and you know what forget youtube awards forget the little blue check you get on your ig when you're big enough to pay attention to this beautiful mother of the believers got the ultimate recognition allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised her jannah and he even gave her a personal salam from him through the angel Jibreel to uh, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Who am I speaking of? No other than Khadija, Sister Khadija radiallahu anha. So let's look at our sister and our mother of believers and let's look at her situation. She had more of a fitna than we have. She's extremely gorgeous. She was rich. She was powerful, like at 20-something, super young, respected family, had it all. Okay? If DMing existed at the time of Khadija, عنها, her phone would have been like getting a notification every 10 seconds. She had guys throwing themselves at her. And guess what, guys? She could have had it all. She could have played games with all of them. She could have used her, her powers and wielded them to do whatever she wanted to get what she wanted. But you know what? This is what's amazing about her. She had such restraint. She was so smart. And you know what? She knew. Every smart woman knows nothing lasts forever beauty you end up getting wrinkles eventually money it runs out even you can get to take it from you fame you know people eventually will get tired of you and look for the newer face that comes around so you know what she was she was picky she had so much value for herself and so much respect for herself that she was picky she didn't need to pay attention to every guy that looked at her twice who cares who cares guys if men are looking at us who cares she didn't care because guess what she knew who she was she didn't need some guy to like tell her she's pretty to like validate that for her okay she was not 
looking at herself as cheap she looked at herself as somebody who needed to be only approached in a respectful manner and if people didn't respect for her and, and deal with her a certain way she wasn't rude but she just kept it moving she was not going to stand for certain types of behavior she had respect for herself she was extremely like i said powerful and beautiful and wise so remember people guys can only do to you what you let them i'm gonna say that again people can only do to you what you let them do not feel miskeen like i'm weak i couldn't stop him that's nonsense we are very very powerful as women we need to stand up and we need to think about if we're struggling to tell guys no if we're struggling to like stand up for our identity and like what's actually permissible in our dean we need to ask ourselves or reevaluate in ourselves if we have a self-esteem issue if you don't already know, I did a podcast in the back um, previously, a couple ones back, called Body Image. It's like a two-part series, I believe. So just go back and look at it. I also have in, in my YouTube channel. And, um, you know, check it out because a lot of times our inability to stand up for ourselves as women and have respect for ourselves and just or feel good about ourselves that we're beautiful, some women have self-doubt, it's all very directly related to self-esteem. And if we don't get a grip on that, we're going to have so many problems. And we're not going to end up finding a guy that's good for us because we feel weak and we have these issues within ourselves. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Inshallah ta'ala, I think like maybe I'm going to touch on the story of Barsisa inshallah and ta'ala in the next one. Um, don't forget, if you're enjoying this content, to please give me a good review. Put up something so other women will know, maybe five stars, so they'll know like this is something worth listening to. And please do share this with a sister that you think could benefit from this information. Because you don't know how many of us are silently struggling alone. It is so not necessary. We need to support one another as women. And like I said, empower each other so we can help and have better lives inshallah bismi ta'ala again jazakumullahu khairan for listening talk to you in the next one assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh